What time is it? It's 2 o'clock in Las Vegas, and that means it's time for a little What's Right with Sam and Ash. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And we are here for you today on News Talk AM 840 KXNT. So, uh, Ash, when you were out last week, I we were talking here on the program about a new restaurant in downtown Las Vegas at Ferguson's downtown, in fact, called Peyote. Now, this uh, restaurant had opened recently, it opened on Thursday last week, and it, well, it was it was received with a fair amount of controversy uh, because of the name. Uh, a number of people had uh, written that it is important that they change the name because it's using the name of a hallucinogenic drug that is a drug favored among the Native Americans who use it for religious purposes. Now, I had not yet gone to the restaurant, and I can report now I've been, I went, I tried it out, and it's very good. So for whatever it's worth, I think they've got – I think that's a, it's a good restaurant. But so the what, other, did, what did you have? Uh, I had – good question. They have, they have this outdoor grill, and, and so they have really good meats that they grill. So I had this – Chicken of all things, and chicken usually is pretty boring. But I had this chicken that was really gr- like excellent seasoning, and then it was it was made on this outdoor grill, and it was incredible. Then they had some, I had some beet beet thing that was healthy, but also was quite good. Uh, and that's it. So I need to go back and try the other things. What, uh, what have, were the beverages like? A lot of mezcal. Ooh, okay. So I think you'd like that. They got a lot of mezcal. Uh, they've they've got. Is they, it like a cocktail bar, yeah, or got, is it like a neat liquor bar? No, it's got. They got good cocktails. Okay. I had one of their cocktails. I I thought it maybe could have had more alcohol in it, but um, that just <laughs> was that kind of day. It was, it was that kind of day. So I didn't necessarily. I don't know. I necessarily thought it could have been a little bit better, but um, on that part. But I again, to, you know, they were just a handful of days in, and I think I'm. I was impressed with how how well things were running. So this, by the way, this if if you haven't heard of Peyote Restaurant, the restaurant, not the drug, the restaurant. It's um, it's 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 a brainchild of the same people that have brought other restaurants in the valley. I think uh, Commonwealth. Uh, let's see, um, what other restaurants they have? They I, I think they've got the one uh, Main Street Provisions. They, they're partnering with Main Street Provisions. Are they They've behind got, Lucky Day? I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, well, what did the what did the place look like? What's the ambiance? Well, it's the, called it's, Peyote, so is it desert-themed? Are there cactus? Like, what's it look like when I walk in? Well, it's Ferguson, so it's very hip. It's very hip. You know, it's hip, and it's got this outdoor. It's a converted old motel, but it's beautiful. It literally is gorgeous, and it's got a lot of colorful tile. It has a uh, a bar that opens to the out outside patio, but also inside. So the bar, you imagine it's you know it has a bar on, on either side, half of it inside and half of it outside, which is a very cool look. And the patio, uh, look, it's October, so the weather's fantastic okay. and nice. Uh, I imagine the patio will need some shade uh, come come June, uh, but in the meantime, it was absolutely. A great ambiance inside, smaller. I think they've got more tables outside than in, but again, a very intimate. 
nicely lit, welcoming, uh, but I would say, you know, Southwestern looking inside. So you're recommending all the people stuck up in Summerlin and Henderson that are looking <laughs> at strip malls that they should venture out and, and go down to Ferguson and check it out. So that's funny because I, it's exactly right. So I was at a great restaurant over the weekend too with uh, Alan Stock, our friend, and went to Mastriani's. You've been there, right? I've been there. Yeah, and a great restaurant. And it's reminded me of a thing that happens here in Vegas is we have some of our best restaurants in weird little strip malls, right? And, and, and just they're holding the walls. And they have great food. And when, once you go inside, there's a good atmosphere, maybe. But, but it's, you know, atmosphere second and food, you know, food first. It's, it's a lot of people who don't come to downtown – don't realize how much great atmosphere there is downtown. And it really does complement the experience. So I I don't know. I, I, I give this I give this place coming out of the gate, you know, seven out of ten stars. And I, did I tell you we had John Curtis on last week and and did, I asked him what he thought of the name and of the controversy. And do you know what he said? Uh he didn't like the name, but not for the reasons of the controversy. It, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's a terrible name. You you know, might as well I don't know, uh, call a restaurant in the meth lab. Uh, <laughs> he just thinks uh, naming a, a, a food establishment after a psychedelic drug is, is a bit much. Well, I mean, there. I think the owner who opened this Doherty has a worse or named location down in Fremont Street, which the, it, I've been told I think I can't say on air. So, so it's um, it's it's disco, and then then a name for a kitty cat. Yes, and it's one word. So you put those two together. Yep, there it is. So, you just got it. Yep, uh, that's the word. So peyote's par for the course for this par guy. Par for the course. And I think that's – I kind of like it. Uh, you know what? I do too. And John will get mad, but I think it's I think it's good. And I, uh, by the way, I think when you're opening a new restaurant and trying to get attention, it, probably some of the controversy is what they're going for. Well, I mean, I think I like it because it makes you – Google it. Figure out what it, what it's about. All I know is it's called peyote, so it's got to be kind of interesting or edgy. So I need to figure out what more there is to it. I kind of I like to think that's what people do with our firm, Sam and Ash. Who are these people? What do they do? So they Google us. I don't know. Absolutely, absolutely. No, it's 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 fascinating. So I I would give that a, a high recommend. And of course, Ferguson's. You've been to Ferguson's before, right? I that, don't recall. Yeah. So it's a, it's they've got little. It's. I don't think I have. There, it's like a multi-tenant. Uh, it's an old, old, old hotel, right? And they've got. Multi- I know where it is. Yes. Yeah. And they have, but they have different bars and things. So even if you're waiting for a table at, say, Peyote, you can still go, you know, to a bar there or a coffee shop. They've got a mothership coffee shop, I believe. Yeah, they're right by Vegas Test Kitchen, which I love. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. R- literally, I think right next door. Yeah. So. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll follow that and see how they continue to do well. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash here in beautiful Las Vegas on News Talk AM840 KXNT. Uh, we're going to in a little bit follow the story that's just breaking news out of Resorts World. Apparently, Resorts World forgot to do something kind of big. Uh, and this does happen from time to time with companies. They don't always forget that there's reasons that why this kind of thing happens. And what they forgot to do was pay their taxes on people's paychecks. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I have actually uh, our good friend Scott Robin Vital Vegas on to discuss this uh, developing story in just a few minutes. Um, the other thing I wanted to get to, I just – 
love how since yesterday we talked, Ash, about the FBI being dispatched against parents who are – uh, you know, who, who apparently have been scaring uh, school boards and teachers in their protests against COVID, uh, mandates against uh, critical race theory and such. And, it, you know, this story has really, really picking up steam nationally. And I'm still, I'm still waiting for this to, to trickle down and become a relevant local story. I really believe it's going to. I believe that you know this is a matter of time for the local FBI office here to begin going to school board meetings and questioning uh, parents who maybe are more vocal at these meetings. You think the local authorities are actually going to do this? I do, especially this uh, field office here. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced of it. Interesting. I had the opposite gut reaction. I think... Yeah, I th- well, so here's what's going to happen. It'll depend. I, I th- we have a very aggressive and politically active FBI office in town, and I think they're not afraid to investigate folks. I think they have. Uh, I don't know. I, I do think they're they're more likely to adhere to this memo that was sent out by the attorney general, uh, that was you know instructs <laughs> again instructing federal agents to work with local law enforcement to. Uh, keep a lid on parents who are, you know, who are getting loud at school board meetings. And the reason, of course, parents are getting loud is because some of the stuff happening in school is just insane. So we, uh, we got to follow up on this story too. So after we come back here, short break, we will have Scott Robin on uh, to talk about this uh, interesting news from Resorts World. Uh, you're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash. We'll be back right after this. Hey, Las Vegas, this is Sherry Swensk, weather anchor for 8 News Now. Good day. Make sure you get your day underway with me mornings during Vegas at 8. And listen for the Valley's most accurate forecast throughout the day on News Talk 840 KXNT. News Talk AM840 KXNT. This is the What's Right Show with Sam and Ash. A beautiful day today. What is today? Thursday. My gosh, this week is blowing by. It's crazy. It really is. Wow. Uh, not necessarily a good way. It's been a, a wild week. I, you know, I just read this, Ash. It came across here in my stack of things. Uh, Pfizer now asking the U.S. government to allow the COVID 19 vaccine for kids under 12. Ooh, and this, by the way, on the heels of news that the three founders of Moderna, pharmaceutical company behind one of the vaccines, are all – well, what are they? They're all um, in the Forbes 400. They are multi-multi-billionaires, and God bless them for it. I mean designed a drug that for now seems to be working. I just want to point one little thing out. I hate to be the personal injury lawyer behind all this, but – the thing that bothers me most, Ash, about the vaccine, if I can say, I bet it's the same thing that bothers me the most about it. Okay, so you you, you tell me what bothers you? The lack of liability that yes. these companies are pumping out a drug with immunity, and that is the problem. I mean, I I went on the FDA website right when the one drug was given FDA approval. I went on to look and see. Okay, look how many items that have FDA approval, but have been recalled. And in the last year, it was approximately 300 things 
that have FDA approval, but were issued on recalls. And here, these drugs are being administered, directed, mandated, but these companies have no similar liability. They have no responsibility if anything goes wrong, and that's terrifying. You l- literally have a, um, a, a right under the, under the law, not under the law, under the Constitution to file a suit for damages uh, for any wrong that has done you, any injury that's done to you. So, and this is the, the, here come the, here came the federal government and legislated away a right from us to recover for damages. So, and so it's great that they're billionaires. It's, it must be very nice to be shielded. Look at, for example, all these, it's funny how sometimes we trust pharma, you know, and on the other hand, we don't. Because at the same time as we're singing praises for Moderna and Pfizer, and we say this is absolutely safe, everything's great. No, you can't sue. Anything goes wrong, you can't sue. But we have these huge state-sponsored lawsuits against the makers of OxyContin. And I just saw another documentary film or drama being made about that family, uh, the Sackler family behind the drug. And, and again, the premise is they marketed a dangerous drug, and it's done a tremendous amount of damage, and quite rightly, they're being held to account for it. So I'm with you. I just – it's bothersome that they're not – you know, anyway, that there's no recourse if something goes wrong. I, and especially at this stage, I think they, the government needs to reevaluate that level of immunity for – I mean, all the testing that they've done, you know, make them, make them face the consequences if they exist. If it is as safe as, as everyone's claiming – then why not remove the immunity? It's the same argument that, you know, we, we go with with the police. Police have qualified immunity, and there's this whole argument and push and wave of arguments to remove the immunity police officers have, thinking that will hold them more accountable. But yet we're not having the same logic applied over to our drug makers when we're mandating these drugs. It's funny. It's it's literally when people ask me what is it that we do, we we say we're in the personal responsibility business, uh, because that's really what you know what my most of my day and, and your day Ash consists of. Somebody does something, they do they create a wrong, they create an injury, and you know it's it's uh, somebody has to come in and help the other side write the you know write the injustice. And so I, I think that's, you know, I think that this is something, and you're, you're, I love, you're absolutely right, that this is something they could get fixed now. They could come back and say, all right, the exigency, the emergency of the situation is over. We've given you, you know, protection up until the sunsets at the end of the year. After, after this point, any new formulations of this drug are, don't enjoy the same amount of protection. I, I think that would be a very reasonable position to take. And I think it's it would make a lot of people feel more comfortable about getting vaccinated. And it would certainly do that. Speaking of being comfortable, and you're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash, we have someone who makes us feel very comfortable. <laughs> uh, his name is Scott Robin, and he is on the line. Scott. Wait, by the way, you're, you, you, that's a skilled segue. <laughs> Do you like that? Was that was that good enough? <laughs> I uh, you guys make me feel comfortable too, uh, and because you always have your eye kind of on what's hot, what's being talked about. So I think this subject qualifies today, certainly. Well, I I tell you, and by the way, if, if people for some odd reason don't know who you are, I, let me just tell everyone: this is the man to know in Vegas, Scott Robin. 
He is uh, mostly known by his nom de guerre, uh, which is Vi- uh, Vital Vegas. And your, your uh, social media and blog is the place to go to get the latest and greatest breaking news. And also, to, you know, what I love is, the, is, the, is a little, little hype for our town and a little support and love for the men and women that work out there on the front lines of this beautiful place we call Vegas. So, But it's, I will also say it's not jaded hype. It's very real. You give the straight scoop and you let people know what's happening. And, you know, life is not always roses and sunshine. You know, there's some, there's some dark sides. And so that's what we like about you is you bring it to the people, um, the good, bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Well, thank you. Uh, I do love Las Vegas. That's why I do what I do. Uh, but as you say, there are times when things need to be criticized or uh, sometimes lampooned. I try to keep it lighthearted, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm definitely an advocate for the folks uh, that are visiting, for locals. You know, I, I am a consumer of our Las Vegas product myself. So when I see things <laughs> I don't care for, I'm, I'm putting it out there. Nobody has to follow or listen, but uh, a lot of people that disagree also pay attention because I think they know I'm going to be honest about it. Yeah, absolutely true. So there is speaking of a of a property that I enjoy and go to from time to time, um, the brand new Casino on the Strip Resorts World. They've they're in the news, uh, but not quite the news. They're in the scuttle, but allegedly something went down. Have you heard about this? <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, there's a, a local Twitter account, uh, Las Vegas locally. And he has uh, he has his ear to the ground as as I do, and he got his hands on a, on an internal memo from Resorts World uh, Las Vegas, and it has been uh, communicated to Resorts World employees uh, that oopsie they forgot to withhold taxes uh, on uh, this is for tipped employees, uh, which is obviously a big deal for these folks. Um, it, it's one of those things where when you go into a job where you're getting tips, it's, it's fairly complicated. But for the most part, they're withholding what they believe to be a certain amount of your tips. Uh, I, in my experience in Las Vegas with tipped employees, I do not know of a single person who actually claims all their tips. <laughs> so this no, is no. Uh, no, I know. It's shocking, isn't it? Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> but uh, so businesses are in this strange position to have to estimate tips. Um, it's called tip compliance, and they withdraw a portion of your uh, your income to be set aside. So you don't get this giant uh, tax bill at the end of the tax year. So that's that's how it ha- how it's supposed to happen. In this case, uh, it seems there was an error. They opened in June, apparently. They were not withholding the required taxes so, from the beginning. Uh, and from the just, beginning, and they're just now finding out. Hmm. Yeah. So well, to me, that's that's kind of the wonky part because you know I'm a big fan of personal responsibility, and apparently they, you know, there were employees that brought this to their attention. Every employee should have brought this to their attention. It, it's crazy that there's. You know, the folks are kind of outraged that how could this happen? And now they're going to have to withhold these taxes out of the next six paychecks, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if you're not looking at your paycheck enough to notice that you've got more than you should and you don't say anything, that 
I feel like that's yeah. on the employee. You know, that's, that's yeah. the employer it's... made a mistake, but there's no reason this should go on for months. Employees sh- should have raised a red flag their very first paycheck. Absolutely. I got pushback on that, but. <laughs> So Scott, I want to get into this because there's some there are some issues here, but we got to take um you know we got a, a profit timeout to take here at the station. Do you mind holding with us just through the break? I sadly have nothing better to do, so I'm happy. to Oh, do that. beautiful. Well, we love you for that. So look, we're, we'll be back after a, a short break with Scott Robin Vital Vegas talking about this uh, tipping situation, tax situation that um, Resource World has itself in. We'll be back right after this. Yep, it's half past the hour, 2 o'clock hour here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. That means it's What's Right with Sam and Ash, the show of, well, just it's a local show about stuff going on in town. And we love doing this. It's been a lot of fun. This is week three, so we're getting our radio sea legs, so to speak, and, uh, and having a good time with it. On the phone with us is Scott Robin. Scott, can you hear me? Yes. Thank you. Great. Thanks for hanging in there. So just to reframe this uh, news coming out of Resorts World, apparently a whole lot of employees who are uh, tipped, their tip income was uh, there was no withholdings taken uh, during, you know, since the open, since June. And right before the break, you were, you know, we were kind of talking about who's, you know, I, mean, I don't know who's faulted it, but we know certainly that it's the financial office for the casino that's a major, major problem. But you were talking about, you know, a bunch of people who got their paycheck stubs and noticed that there was a zero under that particular line, and some reported it and many didn't. Uh, Ash has a question for you. No, it's not necessarily a question. I'm just going to push back a little. Uh, I'm a little bit younger, and I love a little thing called direct deposit. And if my first paycheck goes through and the amount is at least what I expect it, I'm probably not going to open up the pay stuff. Like, I'm just not. So I, I push back. I, I think that a lot of people were getting their paychecks and they were just getting them direct deposited, and there was no pushback because and there was no notice of it. But they saw maybe more money in there than they expected to see. Who complains about more money in 2021? <laughs> after well, after going through the COVID drought, who would complain of that? I mean, right. that that's the whole that's the whole issue here is people were seeing more money than they should have had and didn't say. We're talking about thousands of people going, "Wow, that's a little more than I expected." Yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> I, I mean, look. You know, but here, it was probably like a small amount. No, right? no, 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 no. Per paycheck? Let's, How much? No, no, no. Let's do, let's do the math. So what do you think? Let's say I'm a bartender at, I don't know, at Gatsby's, right, at, uh, at Resource World. What, what, am I, what am I getting in tips in a shift? I don't know. But I don't Scott? know how the compliance I mean, you thing you works. Could easily make, you could easily make two, $200, $300 on an average night. But it, I mean, the the way they do tip compliance is a little complicated because, uh, you well, I should say you can opt out of tip compliance, and then it's totally on you as the employee to keep track of every tip dollar that you make and to pay the appropriate amount of taxes at the end of the year. The service that's being discussed by Resorts World, it actually is a service. It's helpful to employees because. They're taking, they're estimating uh, tips, or and actually, it's not even 
the full estimate of your tips, I think there's like an 8% uh, amount that's estimated, and that is based on kind of the, the sales of your your section at your bar or your restaurant. So, um, it, so that's what it's calculated on. Uh, a lot of folks, you know, certain nights that 8% is way too much withholding. Other nights it's way too little withholding. But the idea is that over over time there will be an average amount. Ultimately, you're supposed to claim every dollar of tip and pay taxes on every dollar of tip. So this is. It, uh, you know, at Gatsby's, that individual, uh, that 8% of that two to $300, I, I kind of, you know, I see the point of direct deposit because if I, I've actually asked people about this situation, people who are in this industry, and I say, so is your withholding for your salary, your base salary, separated out from the withholding from your tips? And uh, one of the people I talked to said, I have no idea. I've never looked at my paycheck, which I thought was interesting because my in my old-fashioned world, I'm like, as soon as you get your check, you scrutinize everything because you want to make sure you're getting paid the amount you should get paid. But I think, you know, you're you're exactly right that a lot of folks use direct deposit. It would never occur to them. They probably don't don't even know what it looks like until tax time. I think yeah. if a lot of people looked at their paychecks and saw all the deductions, they might vote a different way. <laughs> <laughs> that's my take. Yeah, that's In that's a law we need to pass. It's mandatory. You need to look at your pay stub. Yeah, see all the minuses, minuses, minuses. Yeah, it's uh, we're, painful, uh, but ultimately you're responsible for the taxes you have to pay. Your employer is is required to do this uh, this deduction, but ultimately it's on the employee to pay attention to this to make sure that the the deductions are correct. Because ultimately in this situation, when they were getting that extra every paycheck, it's not extra; it's just more taxes you're going to have to pay all at once. And that's why in this memo from Resorts World, they legitimately said we're going to spread this out because if we don't if we don't do that withholding you're going to get this much larger lump sum uh, amount that, that you owe during tax season. So it's, it's actually helping people save um, by making that deduction. I'm curious. I wonder if I, I understand and I appreciate them trying to make it easier uh, by, by spreading this out along the next six paychecks. But I would, as a as a person, I would want to be able to opt out and go, I acknowledge the, the failure of the system and that I owe more taxes and I am assuming all of this responsibility at the end of the year. Can, shouldn't they be able to do that? They can. You, you can opt out of, of TIP compliance by saying, you know, I am going to be completely responsible for tracking every penny. So it means keeping a daily ledger. Nobody likes to do it. It's very few people that opt out. Uh, and there's there was actually a case a few years ago where, where an individual bartender opted out. The IRS came in and said, we're going to kind of use this as an example, and we're really going to scrutinize you know, the, the, uh, the receipts from the, the place of business. We're going to compare it to what he claimed. He didn't keep records precisely enough to actually prevail. So the IRS yeah. then got to rejigger his whole tax obligation. And uh, I think a lot of people are nervous about that because you're busy and it's, you know, it's math. Not a lot of people like to, you know, to pay that close attention to it. 
So that's why this tip compliance system tends to be the default for everyone. But you can opt out, and but then you just have to do it yourself. And I think generally, because that eight percent figure, you know, if people are, tend to get fifteen or twenty percent in a lot of cases, that eight percent is actually very generous estimate. It it doesn't account for all of the tips, but that's what the business and the government are saying is is the threshold. So most people default to that uh, that service that is being provided by the employer. Wow. You never want the IRS to make make an example out of you. So I feel bad for that guy. <laughs> no. So true. And in, in, uh, it's kind of held up in, le- in the legal realm of why the, the existing prevailing system is probably the best way to go. There are people who, who really do like to, to keep track. They're good with spreadsheets and, and math. I'm not one of those people. Um, and I, I just get the feeling that you're paying more than you need to should you do that. Uh, should you opt out of that system. And I I think Resorts World is being pretty reasonable because they could say this is all due at once. I mean, there's nothing preventing them from doing that. They're they're spreading it out uh, throughout the rest of the year, so it's not as much of a burden on people, and they have a little time to to figure out their finances. But ultimately, they got money they shouldn't have gotten. So I I don't know. I'm I'm just a big fan of personal responsibility. If, If that's, yep. That was not, yeah. you know, that was not the uh, the appropriate amount to be paid. People should have noticed whether it was a small amount or a large amount. You, you're responsible for your own finances and your Absolutely. own Absolutely, I agree. Ultimately. Absolutely, yeah. Scott. Hey, just before we head out of here in thirty seconds, real quick, where what's hot right now? Where are you enjoying going? Just real quick. Oh uh, well, I my go to is Circa. I really. I just like I love the vibe, and I like they have a, an Asian restaurant called Eight East. That's my go-to place. Um, you know, it, it's always a moving target. What's kind of cool or fun? And and what I'm learning more and more is that when I get blowback on the things I like, it's because people have such different things they love. Like uh, Super Frico is a new restaurant at Cosmo. It's really good. It's super loud. And I get that people might not want to go to a place that's super loud. Same thing with Circa. Uh, so everybody gets, can love whatever they want, and everybody's got an opinion, as you know. And that's part of the fun of the conversation around Las Vegas. Yeah, well, there's certainly something for everyone, and I love that. I love that you love Circa because I do too, and I know Ash does. We, you know, we're big fans of downtown, and and so we think and that's. I like Eight East because they have a lot of Japanese whiskey, so I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> they have a, like a flight of it, don't they? Yeah, I, I saw somebody they ordered like three flights. I'm like, I don't, not sure that's how flights work. <laughs> it was a connection. It was a connection flight. Where do people follow you, Scott? How do people find you and and get all your latest and greatest updates? Well, I love when they go to my blog. Uh, That's where I write longer pieces, vitalvegas.com. But many people find me on Twitter uh, because less is more. And uh, that's at vitalvegas on Twitter. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. We always always love talking to you and uh, hope to do it again soon. Thanks for making time. Anytime. Thanks for having me on. You bet. All right, this is What's Right with Sam and Ash, talking to Scott Robin, Vital Vegas. We'll be back right after this. 
Discover hundreds of exclusive music stations for music fans, built by music fans, only on Odyssey. Find your new daily groove or weekend mood on the Odyssey app. Brought to you in part by Macy's, Geico, and Coke Zero Sugar. Bum, 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 bum. All right, the What's Right Show with Sam and Ash. Here we are. Live and local, bringing hot sniggity goodness your way. Uh, I, I always I don't feel even know like what I, that means. I, I got you to laugh. That's what that means. Uh, I always like when that happens. All right. That was fun talking to Scott. But by the way, learned a lot about how the whole tipping system works, uh, taxing, withholdings. Talking, of course, we were discussing the news out of Resorts World that – well, they opened in June and sort of forgot to do any withholdings for ta- uh, for tipping income. Even though their employees had maybe volunteered into this compliance program that should have been deducting and withholding taxes. So, you, so I did the quick math, right? So I thought, you know, in a given paycheck, because you were saying, well, maybe you would notice the discrepancy. It's direct deposit. You're not looking at the, you know, at the, you're not looking at the ledger. You're not looking at the math. You're just getting your check, and if it looks reasonably correct. Uh, you know, you're, you're going for it and you're not, you're not looking at the details. So if Ash, if it's true that at one of the bars at resorts world, you could get about 300 bucks a night in tips. Let's say you do five, you work five days. All of a sudden that's, I did, what is about $3,000 for two weeks. And depending on how much they withhold from that, I mean, it's still a number. That's a big number. Well, that's not how I understood it. I thought it was a percentage of sales for your area, or that's what they were withholding. So you might not know what should be withheld. Fair enough, but it's still a there's still it's okay. sizable numbers is what I'm getting at. Well, you know? I, I we all agree that if you were overpaid, you owe the taxes on the money, and you should have notified them, or you just have to take responsibility and, and handle it. And that's by the way, putting on the lawyer hat and explaining what the what the rule is. Ultimately, paying taxes is your responsibility. Now there are a number of bad employers around that sometimes deliberately not pay to the IRS and to the state any you know local withholdings or tax withholdings from your check. That's a different matter. But if 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 a withholding goes to you uh, and you take that money home, ultimately it's your responsibility. So the takeaway is even if you are like Ash and get direct deposit, maybe not look at the slip. Look at the breakdown. Make sure all your taxes are being paid. And be suspicious of those zeros. If there's a zero, <laughs> something's not getting paid, and maybe you need to have a look at that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, people are asking me, should this, should Resorts World be qualified as the ash hole of the week? And I don't think so. I don't know. No, in fact, I will say this. They are handling this, in my view, the right way. They're being transparent. They're giving a a means of employees to pay this money back to the IRS over time, which I think is, you know, takes some of the pain away. You want to know a bad employer, and we're still on the story. We got into this a couple weeks ago. The Lodge, which is the local tavern, this keeps getting worse for them. So we now know of uh, at least two people who were forced to pay back money that was stolen from them at gunpoint while on shift. And and as we're we're, – we're investigating this and, and pulling everything together. Do you, do you know what I found out, Ashley, the other day from one of the witnesses? Uh, so there is a, a deliberate policy at this business to that uh, wants employees to stay 
and spend their paychecks there. So, you know, apparently, and this is allegedly according to some uh, former employees, uh, you know, you get promoted and you, you, you move up in the ranks of the company. If you, after your shift, go and gamble. And employees that don't gamble uh, apparently are then retaliated against. Ugh. It's absolutely crazy. And by the way, I mean, if like if you've had a horror nightmare story in town, you know, we by the way, we and we say this all the time. We love you that work on the front lines of the hospitality industry. We know it's tough work. We know it's a, a grind. We know you have to deal with lots of ash holes. So <laughs> we we get that uh, and we we support you and we just want to hear from you if you've got anything that is uh, is going on that you've you that you that you know is anything in this in this league. The the show phone number by the way 800-245-2100 or hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at what's right show. So that we're following and it's um, you know, it's just it's it's mind boggling. I and and so and to that end, I think that what the what the resorts world doing is actually very above board. Okay, so we've got to figure out who the who the actual ash hole of the week is. And I, last week it was pretty clear who it was. It was the the lodge owners, and or the other week I wasn't here last week, so I was probably my own. Um, um, okay. So we've got some contenders, the, the laundry family for not helping in track down their son and for being so distant from this whole process, even though their son is also a missing person, just hiding behind the the veil of their lawyer. That's one contender. The other is Merrick Garland with the FBI for the, the memo that was sent out, uh, in, with what we've talked about is intimidating parents who are voicing dissent on various pro-mask mandates or um, some other, uh, this, uh, what is it, critical race theory that's being pushed in schools. The other, we've got a Joe Biden was I apparently nominated on social media. Sam, do you have any suggestions, arguments for one or the other? I mean, I also heard the bathroom privacy invaders, these these goofballs that are chasing oh. down Kristen Cinema in the bathroom and videotaping her, which I personally think is gonna be my choice you know i don't even consider it just limited to the bathroom it's people who take their video out and accost public servants or anyone in their private life to push an agenda and become viral on the internet i don't yeah i don't like when it happens to democrats i don't like when it happens to republicans i didn't like when it was going on during trump and i don't like it when it's going on during biden it's just not right yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. So I think the restroom or bathroom privacy invaders are going to win. If you're one of those people that wants to go viral and wants a bunch of clicks and likes on Instagram or Twitter, and you're chasing people through a bathroom and asking them questions, uh, you are the asshole of the week. Okay, now I can do my trumpet sound. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I I ran that sound effect a little too early it's okay you'll get you'll get the timing right eventually <laughs> you know, people who don't see us here in the studio I've, you've got your giant monitor up and i've got my monitor up and i literally can't see you it's nice that's rude <laughs> it's nice so all right so we have our actual of the week great we've we've done that it's perfect good stuff um i <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I really, really think uh, that we need to stop shanghaiing people and just attacking them and coming up on them. I just don't think it's, it's right.
It's not what's right. And that's what this show is about. The show is what's right with Sam and Ash. And it's about doing the right thing. And if you are chasing someone with a cell phone on the airplane and accosting them and asking questions or worse yet through a bathroom, that's not right. Wonderful. All right. Well, tomorrow we get to do all of this again. Tomorrow will be a Friday show. Kind of a, we try to take it a little easier on Fridays, and and uh, and but we'll have. Um, I think we're going to have uh, John Curtis on again. So John is a uh, prominent food critic in town, and and always has a great tip for a, a local restaurant, someplace to go that's hot or not. And um, and he's he's a great guy to follow and to keep tabs on. So we have we usually check with him toward the end of every week. So we'll have him on tomorrow, and look forward to talking to him. What what else, Ash? Should we go over tomorrow? Ooh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I, maybe I, things to do in the in the valley over the weekend. I think that's a great idea, okay. especially because literally the weather's perfect now. It's so nice. I know it's nice. Now's the time to eat outside too. Just if you know. If your restaurant has outdoor seating now, now's the time to go and go out and hike and all that good stuff. So I I think that's absolutely a great idea. All right. Another fast, fast, fast hour of radio just sped by you. And it's been really nice uh, being on with you. So you know where to find us. It's the at what's right show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can reach us also, of course, see us on our website, samandashlaw.com or whatsrightshow.com. And um, there it is. We just will rinse and repeat and do all of this again tomorrow. We love being here and love talking to you and uh, have a great day.